Hey everyone, welcome to the pod. Bert Alcorn here. We're rounding out our week on leadership, understanding what leadership looks like, how we're coaching and training and teaching about leadership in our Anthem House to House model. So we started the week with elders. Our core biblical conviction around biblical leadership has remained unchanged, even though some of the function shifts a little bit. Um, And so we still look to scripture as our guide for what leadership is. And under Jesus, as our senior pastor, he gives elders to be uh, the highest level of, of leadership and authority in a local church. And so we adhere to that as well. Under elders are community leaders who are leading uh, anthem communities, these groups of 10 to 20 people, shepherding them, building up apprentices. And the last part of our leadership paradigm is apprentices. Uh, like, what what does it mean to be an apprentice? How do I become a leader? Um, and uh, I, I was talking to someone about a week ago or so about this very thing, and, and they made a comment that it's <laughs> it's like a win just to have an apprenticeship process um, because that is so lacking in so many other communities. It's so lacking in so many other organizations or businesses. Leadership often comes with title or maybe responsibility or pay or experience, but rarely does it come from like an apprenticeship. And we very much want to uh, tap into the apprenticeship model that we think of when we think of our discipleship to Jesus, that and being a disciple of Jesus means apprenticing him, being with him, becoming like him, doing what he did. But also it's a helpful model just having apprentices in our time, in our place. So plumbers, electricians, artisans, like other uh, craftsmen or artisans, like have these apprenticeship processes where you don't, you don't get to be a plumber one day just by waking up and, and wishing. So you have to invest years of your life into training and on the ground experience with a master before you can become a master. I also think, because I'm a Star Wars nerd, I just think of the Jedi, the Jedi paradigm of the uh, the Jedi Knight, the Jedi Master, the Padawan. Like you just you spend time with your master. You spend time with the one for whom you are apprenticing, learning what they do, how they do it. Um, there's so much helpful things that can come from a teaching environment or even a information environment, like a podcast. That's so helpful. That's why I do it. I think it's helpful. But there's so much that you learn, not through teaching, but through catching. Like so much is, is caught, not just taught. And so I want to kind of answer two questions here, primarily on this podcast. And maybe if you guys have questions, you want to text them in, we can do a little bit more on this. That text in number is 805-516-0010. But I just want to answer kind of two questions around apprentices um, that, that I've been getting from people and it would be helpful to unpack. And that first question is, how do I become a leader for an Anthem community? So how do I become a leader for a community? And uh, the best way to learn more and be developed into a leader for an Anthem community is to join a community. So if you're interested in becoming a leader and you're not in one, you're already missing the first step. So first step is join a community. Then let that community know you are interested in becoming an apprentice. So each community leader is responsible for apprenticing new leaders and sending them out to start new communities. This is built into their thinking and their model. And in fact, it's it's the it's one of the two main roles of an anthem community leader. One is to provide spiritual oversight and care for a community. Second is to reproduce themselves into an apprentice. So how do you become an anthem community leader? First of all, join an anthem community. And if you're in one, let that leader know you are interested in becoming an apprentice. Now, things we look for in apprentice and future leaders are a deep love and affection for Jesus and his church. 
humility, character, uh, and, and honestly, just practically time as an apprentice. Like if you're over busied, uh, it may not be the right time because this will require time from you. Now, the journey of an apprentice can be long or it can be short. And uh, I, I even hesitate to put any timelines on that because it'll be different based on the person. But while every apprenticeship is contextual, we generally follow this guide. Okay, this is kind of the apprenticeship model that we follow. Now, we can be thinking days, months, or years. That's okay, because every apprenticeship is contextual to the person and that community. But we generally follow this guide right here. And the guide goes like this. I do, you watch. I do, you help. You do, I help. You do, I watch. You do, and I start again with another apprentice. Okay, so what does this look like? So I do, you watch. So this is, in theory, the stage that every person in our Anthem community is, is in a little bit. Um, but I think there's some intentionality where uh, as an apprentice, you're watching what the leader does. Maybe you're invited in on conversations or counseling moments or leadership meetings. Uh, you're seeing how they kind of lead the day of on a Sunday. You're seeing how they put communication out and keep people in touch during the week. And you're just watching and you're observing and you're seeing what's good, what needs work, where you can grow, where they need to grow. You're just watching all of it. The second stage, I do, you help, is uh, is really fun. It's when this apprenticeship actually touches to the ground a little bit where, you know, if I have an apprentice in, in my group, the, this apprentice is not just only watching, but they actually get to contribute and help out. But the kind of the main burden, the main responsibility is still on me at that time. But as an apprentice, I have jobs, tasks, responsibilities I can delegate, and I'm right there alongside them. Now, the third stage, you do and I help, is just a quick role reversal. It's where maybe more of the leadership or responsibilities on the apprentice, but I'm right there, like still linked in arms, ready to help out wherever needed. So I'm kind of in a support role, helping them accomplish the tasks that they are doing. The fourth stage is I, you do, I watch. And so this is when the leader can actually take a back seat. So this is probably the easiest mode for an apprentice and the hardest mode for a leader. It's actually easy for leaders to help. It's hard for them to watch. But as an apprentice, at this point in the journey, you're ready to do, you're ready to lead, you're ready to go. So this is probably one of the easier movements for you as an apprentice and probably one of the harder movements for you as the leader. But it's important to let people go to let them fail, to let them do things differently than you, to let them make a mistake. Now, of course, sync up with them after, help coach them, correct them, whatever needs to happen. But there is going to be a moment as a leader where you have to let people go and run with it and be okay with a process or outcome that is different than what you might have imagined as a leader. And the fifth stage is you do and start again within another apprentice. So it's you go. So this is maybe the commissioning, the sending. This is where they start the next community and then take on an apprentice themselves. So every apprenticeship is contextual, but this is the guide that we follow. And so if you are interested in becoming an Anthem community leader, first you join an Anthem community, you make your desire known to your leader, and then what happens is you immediately start this process with them. And once again, there's no timestamp to any of this. But you start this process where now you're watching with, not in a negative way, but critical eyes. You're, you're looking and you maybe your intentionality is more ramped up and you're watching to see what your leader's doing and how you can learn and grow. And then you, you know, so on down the guide there. Now, 
as an apprentice, outside of that kind of guideline that we that I just laid out and kind of that process, what is the role of an Anthem community apprentice? Now, as an apprentice is growing and all the qualities, characteristics, and roles of a community leader, in addition to that, and like training, uh, preparing to, to lead and, and train and, and to prepare to go and lead a community of their own, apprentices also function as like a number two in the community. Um, so, so it's two things here. An apprentice, you're both like learning, training, growing, kind of preparing to go out and do this on your own, but you're also now functionally helping support that Anthem community leader. This is not an authority thing. This is a service thing, okay? This is not an authority thing. This is a service thing. You're there to provide support, relief, and backup for the community leaders. Now, we're only a couple of weeks into this as of this recording, but as we get a couple of months into this, like chances are community leaders are going to need to go out of town on a Sunday. They're going to have to work on a Sunday. They're going to be, they might get sick on a Sunday. Like they can't, those community leaders can't be the only ones holding up with their shoulders what's happening with the Anthem community. And the Anthem community apprentice is the go-to number two for support, relief, and backup. So they are the backups when um, there's another host home that's needed. They're the backups if something happens with the community leader uh, where they maybe get sick or they're out of town or something like that, or they have to work or something like that happens, like you're the go-to to kind of facilitate the day. Um, and, uh, and, and if you're in my community in part, this is hyper specific to apprentices that will be in my community is often I'm asked to speak at different churches. And that's something I love and enjoy doing, especially our family of churches. I love and enjoy being able to encourage and serve those other communities. And so I might be asked away to go teach somewhere else. And so my apprentice or apprentices might need to step in and lead in my absence. So how do I become an Anthem community leader? First is get in one. Uh, Second, make your desire known. And once your desire is known to that leader, they'll start walking you through our apprenticeship process, which is I do, you watch, I do, you help, you do, I help, you do, I watch, and you do, and start again with your own apprentice. What's the role of an Anthem community apprentice is to be growing, learning, and preparing to lead a community of their own and to be that functional number two in an Anthem community to provide support, relief, and backup for your community leader. That is kind of how we think about apprenticeship. Now, obviously, we are super early in this process and so a lot of what I talked about is is very big picture. There's so much more on the ground training, more resources we are uh, thinking about and creating and cultivating um, and uh, ways to help leaders train apprentices and also areas of growth for apprentices as well. And uh, some of that will come just through experience and knowledge as we uh, just continue to settle into our Anthem house-to-house rhythm. Um, and so look out for more on that. I, I think I, anything we create for our apprentices and leaders, I want to be able to create and and let go on the podcast just free for anyone looking to grow and um, be interested in what we're doing here. But for the time being, kind of those two big categories of how do you become an Anthem community leader and what is the role of an apprentice are, are really vital for us to have a, a good understanding of early on in the process. And this wraps up our... Um, kind of series on leadership and what does leadership look like in an Anthem house-to-house model. So once again, if you've got any questions, if you've got areas you want us to dip in on, please let me know. Uh, You can text that into our number 805-516-0010. 
tomorrow up on the pod. I'm, I'm particularly excited. Um, what we're doing here these Fridays in October is these Fridays in October, we're dedicating to celebrate generosity. And this is our last roundtable discussion before the actual day of Celebrate Generosity, which is coming up Sunday. I'm so excited about that. Um, it obviously looks different. Celebrate Generosity looks different this year. And while we wish we could be in person together with our whole family of churches, that's just not something we can do this year. And so here in Ventura, what we are doing is we're um, combining all of our in-person communities to do a live uh, in-person community Sunday morning. And our Zoom community is going to zoom in to that same community. And then we're publishing a special edition of Anthem Online, especially for those who watch us on Facebook or on our website, um, either on Sunday or throughout the week. And so I'm particularly excited about what's coming up for Celebrate Generosity on that Sunday. Um But on the pod tomorrow is our last roundtable discussion with uh, myself, Kevin Bailey from Anthem Camarillo, Matt Larson from Anthem Thousand Oaks, and we are talking about our local initiative. So we've talked about global compassion and justice with Touch Nepal and Zoe. We've talked about the reproducing church, a bit of our story, why we're so committed to church planting and funding new church plants and the new church plants that we get to get behind this year. And tomorrow on the pod, you'll hear us talk about some local initiatives. So we get to talk about the city center here in Ventura, but also why it's important to invest our generosity locally and not just have our money go out into the world, which is beautiful and amazing, but also to have our dollars go here into our local community. So we'll see you tomorrow on the Friday pod. Have a great day. I'm so excited for Celebrate Generosity on the 18th. Uh, It's going to be a fabulous day and we're excited to raise a ton of money to give it all away. And on the pod after Celebrate Generosity, the next week, we're going to be doing some cool updates on um, where that money is going, some cool interviews with the ministries that we're partnered with. Uh, I'm so, so excited for that week as well. So lots of amazing stuff coming up. We'll see you tomorrow on the Friday pod. Have a great day.